0: This is gonna be good.
1: Cut the whole episode up till this point.
0: Police, navidad, police, navidad. Constantly urinating.
1: Oh, yeah. He's just Feliz navidad. He never something, stops. Something, something, and Felizidad. Something, something. Moving the cats together. Bear like, I was in the supermarket
0: now. the other day, and like, there's so many kinds, so many varieties of eggnog currently. But the eggnog is right next to like the almond milk and soy milk and coconut milk, and Mm -hmm. there's no (laughs) almond milk eggnog or coconut milk eggnog,
1: and that That kind of surprises me because that's for free. I know,
0: right? That surprises me. Like there should there should there should be festive almond nog. Um,
1: Chris, maybe you should make some.
0: Yeah, maybe I will.
1: Probably not that hard.
0: I just—I feel like the the consumer society that we're in right now. I expect everything to be flavored like everything else, and also made out of everything.
1: Could you use duck eggs? I wonder to make
0: eggnog. Yeah,
1: I'm all about duck eggs these days. Duck eggs these days. I'm all about duck eggs. Duck eggs these days. Where <laughs> the jingle
0: bells are jingling. Duck- the streets are white with snow. Ducking. Happy crowds amingling. Ah, oh, but there's Duck no it. place left Duck to go. It. Well, You're I'm sure, sure that it. you'll it's forgive just... me Duck
1: Duck if
0: I don't enthuse. No, 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 oh, no, no, I no. guess I no, got no, them Christmas blues. No no, 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 no,
1: yeah, you got them Christmas. I've done my You kind of trailed show. off there. Right? I'm all about I don't know Isn't what I
0: was supposed to say. am That's goddamn right. know the way I'm feeling when you're loving me. I guess I got the Christmas blues. You're listening to Bear Friend Tea Party, a podcast about cats, cat urine, and how to get the smell of cat urine out of my house. Seriously, how do I get the smell of cat urine out of my house? My name is Christopher Winter. I'm joined on the podcast tonight by Cat Whisperer, Jeremy Mullis of North Carolina, Bear friend Tea Party, and Cat Wrangler, Dr. Jonathan Bumpers.
1: Good evening.
0: Large animal veterinarian, D. Beamish, could not be here tonight. Seriously, in all seriousness, how do I get the smell of cat urine out of my home? Well,
1: you probably need to get your cat to stop urinating in in your mountain.
2: Well, we've got a great show for you tonight. Um, Segment one tonight, Is Mistletoe Bullshit? Oh, I have to prepare that real quick. (laughs) Segment two, Classic Hip Hop Singles, Positive (laughs) K's I Got a Man, 1992. And segment four... 46 <laughs> euphemisms for breasts, ranked from most to least appealing on a very special Christmas <laughs> episode of Bear Friend Tea Party.
3: <laughs> Feliz, Navidad. Feliz, Feliz Navidad.
2: Feliz Navidad. Yeah. Uh, but money. before we get into that fucking shit, um, why don't we do listener email corrections
0: and or uh in response to episode 00026 the 1955 where everybody has green dicks $100 worth free pudding wrote nice building bad roof good parking
2: <laughs> it's even even better than when we read it last episode <laughs> Oh, did we, we? Read yeah, but I like it. I think we should just keep reading that one until we get some new chorus
3: <laughs>
2: no listener, one hundred dollars worth of free pudding <laughs> really makes a compelling argument. Um, all right, no I, they, stop let's stop these noises. Right.
1: I agree, yeah, I think my nine volt battery is about to die anyway. <laughs> Is that why it was getting kind of fuzzy? <laughs> oh, no, no, that that was intentional. I turned on the fuzz. Uh, does anyone want to
2: continue on with this episode, or do you think we've pretty much Should nailed it? Should we start
1: it? over? I mean, it's
0: been excellent so far.
2: Okay. I don't know what you're... Uh, um, no, <clears throat> no, 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 what, what it's you're It's
1: hard implying. to fill all this n- airtime with with, with 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 with
2: If there's no additional listener
1: correspondence, and
2: if no one has any corrections... I, I don't. I guess we'll move on to the addenda, of which I believe we have two. First off, we'll go in, we'll go in chronological order, <laughs> by order that the episodes were recorded, if not released. <laughs> so, in episode 00026, uh, the 1955 where everybody has green dicks... Um, Classic our, episode. We, we had a discussion of the AI revolution, and um, we were but we were pl- trying to play it straight... So I Mm -hmm. I didn't go down this route. And I was going to make the joke that, you know, if you want to make an artificial brain, all you have to do is, like, boil a bunch of macaroni and, like, overcook it and then, like, you know, put it in a bowl and (laughs) cool it down and then, like, it'll feel just like brains. (laughs) Yeah, You
1: you have to close your eyes. So
2: that was a joke I was thinking of making. Not a good joke. And that's only the jumping-off point for this addendum, <laughs> Wait, the, the addendum is, is okay. <laughs> it's it's the addendum is to a joke, to a joke that you, you didn't, didn't make, make I mean, got it, got it. but yes, could have. Yes. Okay, so that was the joke I was going to make. Not very funny, but. This was a reference to the uh, Halloween game. I did some research. This game is generally called either, like, Dr. Frankenstein's Monster or Dr. Feelenstein. And the premise oh. is that you're all blindfolded, and they pass right. around these these... Relatively innocuous food items, but then, like, in the context of like, you're told this is brains, and then it's supposed to feel kind of creepy and like brain-like. Mm, right, and right. I thought to myself, uh-huh. game. number one, do people actually play this game? Because I've heard about it. It was on classic. the Simpsons classic. One time, I yes, I, but... I'm
1: glad you referenced that Simpsons episode. Um, I, I have played yep. that game. It was at, it was uh it was at a elementary school haunted house event really yes was it and was it creepy i mean
2: okay well this is i'm gonna so let me i guess i don't know do you remember what they used for brains because i was very curious is there like a standard set of things
1: that people use like i I believe there may be several competing standards yeah you know depending on whether you're in europe or the u.s you know yeah it's like like a pal versus N.T.F. Yeah, yeah. Actually, one of the
2: only references to this game I could find on the internet, and I'm sure there's others, but it's hard to know what to Google. One of the few I found was on thetop10blog.com, top ten party games for Halloween, and mm-hmm. uh, this one, they, this is top ten party game number five. Wow! Um, crack
1: the top five, or the bottom five?
2: It, I don't remember which way the list went, but oh. they called this game Doctor Feelenstein. And uh, he's the
1: one that makes you feel. Einstein. Cut, cut that out. They call this game uh-huh. Doctor Feelenstein, and right. it was so. This is
2: interesting. Here's the food items they recommend. Okay, mm-hmm. so number one, first, right? You do you pass around? Uh, you say, "Here are his eyes, still uh-huh. frozen." Oh, I know. I know. Can surprise. I guess? Can we guess?
0: No. No, oh yeah, yeah. Like, can we guess?
1: No, just let me do it's, the fucking it's thing. No, it's not <laughs> fun. Just let me do the okay. fucking thing. All right, I know what it is. Okay, right. what is it, John? No, I, you said we couldn't guess. No, no you ahead. said we Fine. couldn't guess. You no, we're not to allowed to guess. It's grapes, right? It's peeled grapes. Peeled no. grapes. I was no. going to guess peeled grapes. Yeah. Okay. Peeled well. grapes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, you're both. You're both wrong. Like I said, Sorry. there are several competing standards. I know
2: that! <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you something amusing about some research I did. Jeremy,
1: this is not the amuse-bouche section. This is the addenda section.
0: Okay, let him finish. Because, okay. John, I mean, you and I are kind of sophisticated and European, so we would use field-quare. Field <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, okay,
1: okay, 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 okay. Okay, go
2: ahead.
0: Go on, go on. I'm muting After myself. After
2: I'm done. Di- Look, after I'm done... No, don't mute yourself. Just be polite. (laughs) There's no middle ground. There's no middle ground between, like, (laughs) constant interruption and (laughs) complete (laughs) silence. So here's how they say to play the game, Dr. Feelenstein. So you start out, you say, Here are his eyes, still frozen with surprise. And then they recommend that you pass around two large frozen olives. Oh. I guess because, oh. like, if they have the pimento, kind of like little eyeball. What well, does it say? Kind of does thing. it say pimento olives? or? It doesn't matter. Yeah, but, what well, kind well, of olives?
0: No, no, okay, just, just let them okay, okay, say it. Right, just just, we'll really, come back to the olives. Is, so we'll circle be, around right, back okay, to the like, olives. This
2: is going to be another of those ones with the, like, <laughs> 20 minutes of buildup for a very disappointing...
0: All right, all right. Go ahead, go ahead. We'll circle back su-
2: to the alcohol. So, okay, eyes frozen with the pr- surprise. Eyes, they're olives, very reasonable. Here right. is his brain, which now feels no pain, and they recommend to use <laughs> a large head of wet parboiled cauliflower. What? Yeah, like it, brain shaped. Yeah. Like it. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh. Here's where it gets yeah. interesting. Here right. is his heart. Take care, lest it start. <laughs> and uh and they recommend they recommend a large lump of raw liver.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay.
2: What do they do for
1: liver? Wait, wait like, Wait,
0: like the whole point is that these are not organs why not, right why right. not just say why not just say here is his liver be careful lest it quiver I know. <laughs> it's I know. a liver it, it's it, a real
1: liver i know it may it, yeah it, it maybe maybe, no maybe si- the compilers of this list are not aware that liver that you eat i
0: don't is, think a liver is like maybe even shaped anything cut. like a heart no i mean it's not even it
2: doesn't that's true it doesn't feel like a heart and it's already a liver, which is gross. <laughs> and the whole point is that the things feel gross, and then they're not. It's, it's so weird. And then, but, and then it goes back to normal. Um, feel these drops of blood. Like Drops of blood is uh, cold tomato soup. You do no, a hand, which is a damp plastic glove filled with ice or jelly. Okay, An yeah. ear, you use a dried apricot. This is the only other one that's weird. The, for his nose, they recommend a pickle a hot dog, or the Parson's
0: nose of a chicken. What? The
1: what? What?
0: Is that like the the comb? The waddle? Or the doodle? Yeah, the waddle. Maybe it's the waddle. (laughs) The The doodle. Did you say doodle? Yeah, it's called a doodle, isn't it? It's not called a doodle. The The doodle is the the chicken's penis doodle no. john doodle is a euphemism for penis
1: no no no, that's that's a uh, uh, sausage chicken don't even have penises it's the ladies. chickens
2: it's a chicken's uh y- it's like the tail basically that little like nub of a tail so it's also gross you so now i'd like to open the discussion up to everyone um, thank you for thank you for listening. I, not, I don't politely. think well, I have I, anything
0: else to say. I have several things to say. Okay, to say, okay, say. okay.
2: Cut everything out until here. And John, I believe you had a uh, you also had an addendum.
1: Yes, I have an addendum to episode zero zero uh, zero three nine, the age of complex sandwiches. Uh, during our segment, <laughs> classic on, uh, episode. Our, our segment on the McDLT which was which was uh, the first in in a series of segments on classic ill-fated fast food ventures <laughs> we referenced the uh Jerry Butler and Aretha Franklin <laughs> commercial for the McDLT uh we just we touched on it very briefly and i was thinking about it the other day and I realized uh, that, okay, so the premise of the commercial is that <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a, a Academy Award style, you know, award show going on. Right. Aretha right. Franklin and Jerry Butler are, are, are on stage to present the award for the mm-hmm. Best Tasting Lettuce and Tomato Hamburger. <laughs> That's, yep. <laughs> right, okay. Something that would happen. <clears throat> and the announcer says... Is at the very beginning the announcer and 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 it, I had to slow down the tape to to hear it because I, I it just blew right by me before, but the announcer says, uh, and now to announce the winner of the uh, whatever best tasting lettuce and tomato hamburger award, um, please give a round of applause to. Um, Sizzler Aretha Franklin And the Iceman Jerry, the Iceman Jerry Butler oh. Which I didn't think anything of that at the time Because I, I, apparently the Iceman is his nickname And I don't know, I guess Aretha Franklin is considered a Sizzler But anyway, yeah. it's a metaphor for the, the sandwich Because it's, it's hot and cold Oh, it explains why, why... The, the joke of those two stars being on stage Yeah, I don't, Those but... two particular stars
0: it it seemed like kind of a stretch to me because, okay, Jerry Butler is the Iceman. I don't remember ever hearing anyone call Aretha Franklin Sizzler. It seemed like they had kind of made that, like they no, got the Jerry but... Butler and then they were yeah. like, can anybody think of a celebrity who's named, you know, Hots, or they call Sizzlin, and they're like, no. and well, can we get Aretha yeah. Franklin and just call her a Sizzler?
2: They should have gotten... Um... Vanilla Ice and the and the yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Thank well that's you. that's what that's. I mean, yeah. If it had been, yeah, they really could have done that. It was like early '90s, wasn't it? When the no,
1: no, no, it was eighty, eighty-five or eighty-six, I believe. But, yeah, but yeah. I for, everyone would have been like, "Who the fuck are
2: these people?" <laughs> <laughs> our, our HCP were around then. Right?
1: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Um <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I thought that I thought that was at least. I don't know, marginally interesting.
0: Segment one is mistletoe bullshit. Uh, look, so this is my segment, and I don't think we need to drag it out. I don't have a lot to say, but I was just thinking about this recently, because the Christmas season is upon us. I want to wish you a merry Christmas. I want to wish you a merry Christmas. I want to wish you a merry christmas from the bottom of my and mistletoe when i think about it that's really messed up isn't it like that it's you just hang it in the house somewhere and then if anyone's under it you've got to kiss them it seems like the sleaziest christmas tradition
2: okay well so is the question is mistletoe bullshit or is mistletoe a sexual harassment suit
0: waiting to happen. More the latter. I mean, but anything that is a sexual harassment suit waiting to happen is probably bullshit.
2: Yeah, I would not hang one up in a place of work. Or in a church.
0: Yeah. I mean then that, well that's weird. That would be uh, um, or, or in a graveyard because then you might have to kiss a dead person. But
2: I you know, you don't yeah, have to kiss A someone. morgue.
0: You wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't hang mistletoe up in a morgue. That's just asking for trouble. That's, that's <laughs> just common just... sense. <laughs> or like, like, uh, you know, in in the lion enclosure at a zoo. that, w- that would be extremely dangerous. <laughs> that would be well, you, you,
3: I think I'm, I'm wondering if you
2: I'm wondering if you have maybe taken the mistletoe rules a little too seriously.
0: Uh, maybe. What are the, I mean, okay, my my understanding, okay, my understanding. The rules are are
1: not really that well fleshed out, I feel like. My
0: understanding, let me, I'll give you my understanding of the mistletoe rules, and you tell me if I'm in error. All right. My understanding is, if someone is standing underneath the mistletoe, everyone has to kiss that person until that person is no longer under the mistletoe. That's not... So what if... You, the, just not. everyone who's in the room, everyone who can see that person has to just continually kiss them until they remove themselves from the mistletoe. Is that not how that works? I think that would be Chris, better. Chris, I, 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 I,
1: I think I figured out why uh, <laughs> you've had such an awkward... And, uh, <laughs> and if
0: you put, like... If you put like a blender or a cuisinart or something under the mistletoe, a, a, a running cuisinart—it's extremely dangerous.
2: You wouldn't be able to kiss the blade anyway. You'd have to take the top off. It's there's mm-hmm. the safety mm-hmm. the safety mechanism.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, it, you know, unless it's been deactivated for for exactly this hypothetical situation, Chris. Do you? I'm wondering. Do Do you think that the practice the ritual behind, or associated with mistletoe, is bullshit, or the mistletoe itself, is that bullshit? Because it's just a it's just a plant, right?
0: Yeah, I guess I don't have anything against mistletoe as a plant. I guess you're you're correct. It's the the segment could more accurately have been named. Are the human practices related to mistletoe bullshit? (laughs) I'm gonna say no. Okay, can you
2: elaborate on that? Or I just—I've really never heard of anyone being inappropriately fondled under the mistletoe, or like
0: no, I
1: mean mistletoe
2: is a fondling plan, unwanted advances.
1: I think it happens in movies, but it's generally like a comedic beat. It's a comedic beat that in real life would be harassment.
0: Just to clarify, like, you don't fondle people under the mistletoe. That's a completely separate plan. No, you're supposed to grab their butt, too, right? That you fondle people under.
2: My impression is that the mistletoe is supposed to serve the purpose of giving, like, kind of, uh... Giving people who want to kiss an excuse to kiss.
0: Oh. Yeah. Segment 2.
2: Segment uh, 2. Segment 2. Uh, wait, what was our conclusion? Not bullshit. Oh, can
0: I can I wait well we we we're still on well we're still on mistletoe. Can I just Segment ask two.
2: Segment 2. Segment 2. Um classic hip hop singles. <laughs> Positive K's, I got a man from 1992. Um so ever since we've been doing these classic hip hop album segments, um, people have been writing in and saying, "When are you going to Talk about the album by Positive K that had the song "I Got a Man" on it, <laughs> and you know which, I'm always which was like, "What album again?" I'm I'm always like, "Well, what you know? What else is there really to say about the album by Positive K that had?" <laughs> 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 that had the single, I got a man, on it. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> actually, I looked into, I listened to some of that album, and it, it was pretty disappointing. I don't, I honestly don't remember what it was called, and I don't care.
1: The skills that pay the bills did uh, something. That's
2: it. The skills that paid the bills. I told right. you I don't care. <laughs> Anyway, this was a hit single from uh, 1992. This is a hip hop single with a uh, a nice beat, and it features the rapper Positive K, who is best known for the single "I Got a Man," which is the subject of this segment.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Wait, the- wait to tie it tie it back around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought we were I thought we were, circle. Off,
0: I thought we were getting off topic there for a second but you the, you, the, you brought it right back, right back.
2: anyway th- this, this single is a tight it's like a tight four minutes um, the premise is like there's a dialogue between Positive K and one to three women on whom he is <laughs> macking um, and trying to uh, like convince them to there's a fourth be, one in the end be a sexual partner of his and um, and uh they go back and forth; she always comes back to the fact that she has a man, right. and um vince you know vince goes the son I think most people like the hook, which is like. Like, I got a man... Uh, what's your man got to do with what's me? What's your man got to do with me?
1: I ain't trying I to... I got a man. I ain't trying to hear that. Something,
0: yeah, something, I ain't trying to hear something. That and
2: yeah. the music video, um, I quite like. But, uh, but look, I, I decided rather than me just going on forever, I'm going to mm-hmm. do this kind of more DLT style, and I have prepared nice. a few discussion questions. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> so... <laughs> number one, DLT style.
1: Yeah, I like discussion
2: question number one. Um, how great is this song? Pretty great,
0: right?
1: I say it's yeah. moderately great.
0: Yeah, I, I, mean, I okay. I have to admit, I I think the the beat is pretty great, yeah. and it's got a it's got a funny hook. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's sort of a novelty song. I am personally, I'm kind of soured on this song. Because in the early 90s I was a high school student And an irritating guy At my high school Whose name was Connor Was constantly trying to joke with me And he'd like, hey Chris, what's your man Got to do with me? And he wanted me Whoa. to sing along And like, I got a man And I did not want to do it And I've been soured on this song I mean, he was letting you have the good part that's true. Yeah, he was letting me be the one to say I got a man. Uh, <laughs> okay, but you, but listening back to it, you see the appeal. I definitely objectively, yeah, it's a it, it's a fun novelty song. In
2: your life, it's played out. Yeah, I would say it's kind of your perspective. Whereas to me, this was this was kind of new. I I think I was younger at the time, so I kind of missed this when it was like everywhere. So it sounded were, like kind of familiar to me. I know I'd heard it a few times, but I wasn't like.
0: My presumption is that you were 12.
2: Yeah, I would have been probably... Assuming... A, assuming time yeah, flows. Time, yeah, a, time. I'm trying to remember when it was that I was um, on that that kind of generational starship traveling at near the speed of light, and I think that was in the <laughs> 70s, so... Yeah,
0: yeah, so that wouldn't have affected this. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> anyway. anyway... Jeremy,
0: just, just, um, just to clarify, it, it traveled near the speed of light well obviously yes. not at the speed of light
2: i think that's what i said i thought you said at i believe but... i believe if you listen back to this episode all right everybody stop said. recording so we can <laughs> <laughs> listen to so john john what are, i mean what are your thoughts did you like this you you, you enjoyed Listening I, to this song and watching the
1: music videos? Though? Yeah, I, I, my first time through, I thought, like, wow, what a really dated um, piece of sexist trash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh, but yeah, yeah. I definitely warmed up to it. Um, yeah. I actually think it's a pretty kicking track. And it's not, <laughs> like, it's got a nice hook and it's got a yeah. nice back and forth banter between yeah. the two plus characters? I'm not really sure. I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were all the same woman in different clothes at first. But yeah, it seemed like yeah, that for a while. It did seem like that, but then they're all in the same place. Or, uh, yeah. If you, listen to the, if you listen to the preamble, the preamble is exactly the same as the preamble in um, I'm Not Having It, which is the prior song Yeah, it, it's kind of a sequel to, um, and, and it's just a bunch of dudes at a social gathering uh, saying like, "Hey, look at those hot chicks! Um, <laughs> does one of us have the gumption to go and pr- propose to one of them?" You know, and and then, and, and positive K is like. I do, and then he. That's what the song is. Remember. But yeah, but they are.
2: Ba- they are basically. I wasn't going to get into this later, but we've brought it up. So yeah, they, it's kind of shocking when you realize that this song, which came out in '92, was preceded by another song that is virtually identical in premise. But, I'm not having
3: it.
1: but I would say that "I
2: Got a Man" is much more catchy.
1: It's much more catchy, and and like. It, so the title, the, both songs are titled after the woman's response, which is kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and the woman goes from having just a sort of a generic, Excuse like, me, I'm not having it, response having to, to like Excuse a specific me, rebuttal. It's like, no, I'm not having it because I got, I got a man. You know, so the woman's mm. voice becomes stronger, which is ironic because the woman's voice is sung by Positive K in the second song. I mean, you're you're jumping jumping the
2: uh, ahead a little. So let's let's I'm move sorry, on I'm to sorry. my fe- no. Let's move. That's a really good point. And let's move on to my discussion question three. Um, <laughs> is the song "I Got a Man" by Positive K a feminist song, a chauvinist song, or neither? Neither but John you were you were speaking to the some interesting things about the woman's voice and just to, just to just to just to back up a bit mc light in the in the 1989 track which sorry, was sorry, what was yes. it called not i'm it. not excuse having me, it miss. i'm not i'm not having it um, me, mc light it, it. it's a excuse it's a duet me, rap miss. between no, I'm mc I'm light the and positive excuse k excuse me <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting I mean particularly If you're looking at this uh, uh, From the perspective Of a feminist critique It's interesting mm-hmm. That in the I got a man single um, mm-hmm. The female voice Is actually positive K But pitch shifted up A few steps Yeah And like I, talking mm-hmm. In like a, a yeah. girl voice I guess
1: I think it's interesting. I think it's you know, like it seems like the female character may be stronger in the in the sequel than they than in the hmm. in the original song, um, which is it, it is sort of under undermined by the fact that it's not actually performed by a woman.
2: I don't know if I agree that mm. the female character is stronger in "I Got a Man" as opposed to in "I Ain't Having It," because in "I'm Not Having It." She may not have a man. She may not need a man. Yeah. She's just not having yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. It's like maybe yeah. she doesn't need yeah. a reason. So I mean, the thing that I I do think it is a song with an interesting kind of on the one hand, you've got some pretty strong female figures. Yeah. They're not taking In any shit I got from a, Positive that's, K. Yeah. Exactly. Positive K, Positive yeah. K to his credit, although he is to some extent objectifying these ladies. Yeah. Um he doesn't he win. He is he's doesn't win and he's not he doesn't act really entitled. Yeah. He makes his case. He says, look, here's That's what true. I can do for you. I that's can true. I can satisfy you when your man can't, you know. I
1: can. I'll mm-hmm. write you love letters, and she's like, "Well, my man is going to do that." But if he'll you mean if it. you will, I'm Big or Daddy Longstroke,
0: and your man's Pee Wee Herman, Ex- for yeah, instance. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, which I is a very, which is a very is persuasive.
2: That's a very persuasive argument. That seems like a bunch of soup to me, but. Again, like, and we said this, I think, John, we've said this previously about the uh, Ghetto Boys song, I'm Not a Gentleman, and also the punk bitch game. Um, it's not a feminist anthem. This is not I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar. Certainly but not. But I, I read it as pretty um, <laughs> playful. I don't ever feel like these women are threatened by positive gay. Certainly not. At the same time, though, the female voice in I Got a Man is positive k so in another sense he has literally stolen their voice
1: <laughs> yeah but as i said i believe that's a red herring because there, like that wasn't an, that wasn't an artistic choice that was a oh really that was uh, yeah it was legal bullshit behind the scenes with between the labels if i may piggyback on your on your uh, statement about feminism yeah, um, there are many different stripes of feminism.
0: Yeah, which which wave of feminism are you asking yeah. if this is Jeremy? Mm-hmm. Like, it's clearly not first wave feminism. Oh, clearly not. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, there's very little about the the right to vote. In I that.
1: would say it is. Fe- I, I, I'm, not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to argue that it's a feminist anthem, but I yeah. would say that it is. It reflects some of the values of feminism, and that's specifically, just the the notion of equality. You know, it has nothing to do with, with, you know, women, like, taking over and eating everybody's penises or whatever. It's just, but, it, like, the two characters are, are they're bantering back and forth. You could say the woman actually gets the better because she doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, she doesn't submit to him. But, I don't know, I, I, I consider them to be equally strong characters. Yeah. Um. At the same time, I think that that assessment is a little bit undermined by the music video. I agree. I think I know where you're going, but continue. because in the video, after all the lyric, after all the words are done, um, Positive K a- a- abandons the three women that he's been attempting to woo over the course of the song, and he goes and grabs some floozy, and yeah, and st- starts leading her up the stairs like he's going to go, you know, have her have his way with her. But you know, maybe that's what she wants. It's not like yeah. he doesn't he doesn't announce this. It just happens in the video i mean it is interesting that the woman that positive k
2: eventually presumably scores with mm-hmm. is a woman with no voice
1: true but <laughs> i i you know. almost
2: feel like if you just listen to the audio mm-hmm. i feel like it's a stronger hey, uh, it's a pretty like you know yeah, it's pretty progressive in yeah. its politics
1: and if you watch Especially the video for 1992. Like li-
2: yeah, yeah if you watch the video it's a little more like eh, i
1: don't know yeah.
0: I don't know. There's a lot going on there. There's um, so much
1: going on. There's so much and we've barely scratched the surface.
0: Can I circle back to something cuz my computer froze. You were asking about, you know, you were mentioning, oh, okay, it's actually positive K okay, doing the vocals and so he's like from one perspective, he has literally stolen the woman's voice. I think that's true. Yeah, exactly. And yet, yes. from another perspective, what's happening is he's putting himself inside the experience inside her skin. of a woman who's being uh hit on you know and who's not welcoming that and yeah. so it, it's interesting because it's sort of two-sided like he's inside it as well yeah. and in a way yeah. you the listener are experiencing that also and, and yeah. so it's yeah. it's, it's totally kind of it's it's weirdly bivalent in that way it yeah, is weird. I mean, it's weirdly you. bivalent. It's weirdly
1: bivalent. It's totally bivalent. Like like many <laughs> things that we discuss on this podcast. <laughs> Let,
2: yeah, let's let's get let's back it to. Around. Does it
1: bring it around. On the topic of <laughs> feminism, um, <laughs> I think it, I think initially the song seems very sexist from you know our our vantage point up, up here in the relatively high supposedly moral peak of 2015. I'm in the basement.
3: Oh,
1: it's it's a metaphor. It's oh. not geographical. Um, but I think in actuality, I, <laughs> I think you know it's I think our our notions of of what is sexist and what is not, um, r- really maybe, uh, shit. It's a great song.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. So discussion question right. two. In the song, I Got a Man by Positive K, (laughs) what is meant by the term, I ain't trying to hear that, see? Oh,
1: okay. I had thoughts about this. Because that is an interesting turn of phrase. Yes.
0: And I always, I had always, uh, when the song came out, I had always heard that as, I ain't trying to hit, like I'm not trying to hit on you, which seemed weird because he was obviously trying to hit on her. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's obviously the, but it seemed uh, like yeah. something that the maybe he would be saying like Hey, I'm not trying to no. hit on you, just like let's no. go have yes. sex. I would say to positive K's credit, he's very He's very upfront about trying to hit on her. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, it mm. sounds if I may, it sounds like when he says I'm not trying to hear that, see? Yeah. It sounds like yeah. what he really means, whether he realizes it or not, is I'm trying not to hear that. Which mm. is different. Because, obviously, he must be making an effort not to hear it because he's ignoring it, and he's just, like... He's telling her he's ignoring it, and he's like, I'm going to pursue you anyway. Here's what I think about... And this is is what I wanted to say (laughs) about the feminism thing. I think the character of Positive K in the song, I think, is a chauvinist asshole. Hmm. I think Hmm. Positive K himself... In reality, I think I think he's a more nuanced figure. You think he's slightly
2: lampooning the character that absolutely. he's portraying? Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Because and the evidence that I would provide for that is the fact that uh, MC or whatever the girl character, the girl, the girl, the unnamed girl, MC McLean, <laughs> MC Arch Deluxe. <laughs> um, I
2: believe it's MC DLT.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <clears throat> so the basic structure of the song is positive K m- makes an, a, an advance on on this uh-huh. woman, or maybe there's three women. I don't know. It's not totally clear.
2: In the in the in the song, it sounds like it's, I would believe it was one woman, and in the video, it's mm-hmm. three.
1: Okay. O- okay. Yeah, I, I I agree with that.
2: Um. <clears throat> and and my position is that both are equally true.
1: Oh yeah, well it's it's definitely bivalent it's a, from that perspective. <laughs> it's just like it's just like the official
2: like Catholic doctrine on the four uh what are the things, the books that the the four testament- uh, the gospels,
0: the gospels,
2: the four gospels,
0: the four gospels, they're all true. Even though they're... Aren't,
1: they, aren't all the Gospels based on one of the Gospels? No,
0: uh, we're getting off topic, but... <laughs> <laughs> How is that off
1: topic? I'm not
0: talking about the Gnostic <laughs> getting, getting off topic, but uh, I, most, okay. most biblical scholars today, contemporary biblical scholars, believe that <laughs> Luke and Matthew were written at least in based part on. based on Mark... Whereas John is a, a an entirely separate tradition. It's generally referred okay. to as the Johannine tradition.
1: Wow, I forgot what this analogy was for.
2: What, Chris, would you say that Mark is kind of like, I ain't having that, and
0: Matthew <laughs> is kind of like, <laughs> it's I got more a like... man? Or is I got a man more I like think Luke? I think you want to think of Mark as MC Light in this analogy. No, the four
1: Gospels are the four women that he tries to <laughs> woo, right? And the mm. one that he ends up it's with has got to be spirit. It's got to be John, right? Because <laughs> John, right, you know, John, John is what, just doing his we, own what, thing. It's like whatever. What the were the you saying,
2: up. John? Before we, before, I was, I,
1: I, I was, I was making a small point, which which is that <clears throat> the structure of the song is is basically positive K is set. Positive K says, "I want to get with right. you," and yeah, yeah, and girl, unnamed girl, says. No, you're stupid.
0: Or, I got a man. Right?
1: So...
2: Yeah, I think specifically what she says is that, is, I
1: got a man. All I'm saying is every advance that he makes gets rebuffed. Right. If I may make a sword fighting metaphor... Yeah. Every, uh, every thrust that he makes gets parried. Yeah. Well, that is an I apt right. metaphor. And I think that... It's... Mm-hmm. I think that makes her the, you know, the victor just, you know, by, by technicality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So what were we it, we were we were discussing.
1: talking about the positive case single I got a man.
2: <laughs> well the question was what is meant by the term I ain't trying to hear that. Scene. It's just like I, I, I don't, want, we, I don't I we, want I don't want to hear we,
0: that. I want a, I want a different answer. Yeah. yeah. It's
2: really it's interesting though because even in that statement there's the no, the acknowledgment that hearing is passive I have heard that. Yeah. Obviously. I more like I wish you wouldn't say yeah. that. It yeah, sounds like I, he's deceiving like,
1: himself really. saying like, like, hey, I'm making no effort to communicate with you honestly and understand you. Yeah.
2: He's basically saying, you know, I'm going to leapfrog that point that you've just made and talk about what it's going to be like when we're... Okay. I'm ready to move on to discussion question number four, if you guys are ready. Yeah, sure. Do it. In the music video for the song I Got a Man by Positive (laughs) K... Are the hilariously bad special effects
1: int- <laughs> intended to be hilariously bad? Mm. Oh wow, that's that's a tough question. I, I assume that you're primarily thinking of the scene where he, where, where in, in response to the girl's um, rebuffs to his his advancements, he jumps backward into a picture on the <laughs> wall behind him. Wall this behind him. Is, that's the
2: most egregious example. In this scene, they're like standing in front of a brick wall with a bunch of like various like hip-hop posters and on stuff. The mm-hmm. On the
1: street in broad daylight.
2: On the street in broad daylight. They're
1: not at the night party anymore.
2: One of these posters, in in place of this poster, has been superimposed a moving video of two bikini-clad hotties. And... Upon being rebuffed, classic variety so, of hottie. Positive. positive K makes a large leap, vaguely towards the wall, and then is very poorly seen, like jumping into the, <laughs> the scene taking place in the poster on the wall. It's very surreal.
1: It's very surreal, Jeremy. If you know, for a second, I thought I was watching a like, like a French s- surrealist film from the thirties. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, La that that's what I I'll
2: thought. I'll tell you. Yeah. yeah. My inter- <laughs> my interpretation of this video. And you can tell me if you agree. We start off at a, uh, a fashionable garden party. Yep. And, uh, right, yeah, right. Yes, po-
1: I think that is an accurate description.
2: Positive K and his associates are, uh, they're hanging out on the mezzanine. And
0: um... <laughs> just uh clarification, when you describe it as a fashionable uh, garden party, <laughs> when you are you using the word fashionable to mean place where people are wearing horrible clothes.
2: It was the 80s. yeah, Or well, early 90s. Yeah. It was the early it 90s. It was the early 90s. So, po- Positive K and his associates are on the mezzanine, and they are overlooking the <clears throat> dance floor, and his first associate says, yo, pause, oh, look at them three joints right face there, face man. And then his, his second associate says something completely incomprehensible.
1: Yeah, that is dumb. Something to get in with that fitting up. I was so confused by that I played that <laughs> like It's literally it, it is incomprehensible I played <laughs> that like 10 times Trying to understand What that line was Yeah that is dumb Tell me to get in With that fitting up
2: You know what the Second guy's saying though He's saying like One of us should go Hit on them Who has Yeah, yeah. And then Positive case says clear from yeah, the context, yeah I'm I'm going saying. to do Just that man Yeah, yeah. Um but it's then, like, by golly, so so, I believe that I will do. I just think he that. says, "By Jove!" By the power of Castle Grayskull. We see mm-hmm. these three women at this party, and then when Positive K actually gets down to the three women and starts hitting on an individual mm-hmm. one, then all of a sudden we
1: enter a kind of a fantasy space. <laughs> Is it? Um, See, I interpreted it as just, like, you know, like, several days later, you know. Are you talking about the scene where he's having lunch with her? Well. And they're wearing different clothes? The first of the, yeah, and Positive K's, like,
2: wardrobe changes are also humorously, humorously done in Substitution Splice, where he'll, like, walk, he's walking from one woman to the next, and his clothes change, like, in several, like, Mm -hmm. jump cuts.
1: His clothes get really dapper right before he says the line about how dapper he is. Uh, That's just good planning. That's true. No, that's, that's, you know what that is? That's text painting. My
2: interpretation, my interpretation of the music video is that as he's macking on each of these individual women, he's thinking like, what positive K do I need to be to impress this woman? And he's like kind of putting, okay, this first one, so the first one, we've got the sassy, athletic girl next door type. And And he's jogging. He changes into kind of like, Kind of lighter street clothes and he's he meets her and then like we see here she's like jogging and he's macking under there. That falls through and we move on to the sassy streetwise urbanite. He gets in kind of more like hip hip clothes. Um and that, that's the
1: one where he jumps into the picture behind him.
2: That's where he okay. jumps into the picture. And from then only from then do we move on to the sassy upwardly mobile sophisticate. Um, where he's dressed as Dapper and, and they talk they basically talk about
0: money.
1: Yeah, and they're having um, they're having lunch um, on a veranda, I believe. As we're
2: discussing this, if we want to refer to these women, I think we could call them uh, sporty, scary, and right. posh <laughs> just for just for for convenience sake. Jeremy.
1: Oh man. So wait, so baby is the one that he eventually if, lands um, in, right?
2: Yeah, quite possibly. If Maybe you're,
1: Ginger. If you are you're positing Total Skank <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're positing that the interactions we see are all taking place in a fantasy space or in positive K's imagination it's interesting that he gets rebuffed in all three of these encounters then because it's like mm. i mean that makes him seem like a really pathetic character because he's there he's there imagining himself hitting on these women and being rejected
1: well chris the power of imagination only extends so far don't
0: don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that
2: the dialogue is imagined, I'm saying oh. that... I mean, we, technically it is,
0: because it's from a rap song, but... but yeah, technically <laughs> it
2: is, but in the context of, it's, if we right.
1: take... And, and, take and, it, and it's, they're not even It's literally
0: Ackerman. just him talking to himself.
2: Look, my interpretation, and I think there is good textual evidence for uh-huh. it, is that we are to interpret the garden, the fashionable garden party as... Reality, reality, yeah. and the other set pieces are intended to be more expressive and evocative
0: of.
1: But the audio is always reality. But the dialogue reality. is yeah. real.
0: He's he's imagining the clothes and the scenery and everything. He's like, if I were really gonna really go for it and be rejected by this woman, the way to do it.
1: No, would he's be, thinking like he's only he's imagining thinking like, his own clothes, like the the women's. The women are actually wearing those clothes. The, know, the
0: jogging woman wouldn't party, be wearing jogging clothes party. at a garden party. It's a fashionable garden party, John. At the fashionable garden party, they're all dressed
2: like skanks.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think I think, they? Cause I, I think the, one, the one that he was having lunch with, I think, is wearing the exact same outfit back at the party. I, I guess we need to watch it again. We need to watch it again.
0: So the part where he jumps into the wall, that's like a fantasy within a fantasy. I think so. Yeah, it's basically... It's your Your classic fantasy within a fantasy.
1: It's really more of a daydream than a fantasy, because he's still hearing the words that they're actually saying. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he's just occupying his his brain space. It seems like he should... I think it's perhaps Well, women are talking. I better imagine Perhaps it's more of kind of a visualization visualization. exercise that helps
2: him to mac
0: on women. Mm. I don't know. I mean, it clearly doesn't help that much.
1: Well, he does... Straight from his Frank T.J. Mackey seminar. He does hook up
2: with this uh, this last one uh, at yeah, the end. Fair enough.
1: He does the 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 aforementioned baby. Though again,
2: we don't spice. know what he says to that one.
1: Does he whisper in her ear that it isn't audible, or is it? Does he?
2: Um, I don't think we really see it. I think we is again it off we'd camera? have to watch it again. I've I, yeah. but I I don't really feel no. like watching it again. But I'm the, there
1: I'm is pretty yeah, sad. I watched it, it. Like
0: twice, and that seemed it like does enough. Does
1: seem like, and this might undercut the whole feminist part we are making, but when he's ascending the staircase yeah uh, it, there's a shot where it looks back at the at the the three women that rejected yeah. him and they clearly seem to be you know maybe not regretting their decisions decision but
0: let that one get away
1: yeah
2: well none of them i mean none of them none of them are like hey get away from me creep they're all like okay like yeah. i'll be you know there's a little flirty exchange and they're like you seem like he seems like a nice guy but but I've got a man. Mm, yeah. Like, ultimately, you know. So
1: they're all like, you know, like, once once our respective relationships go to hell, you know, like, you know.
0: Where where are there? Well, I think a lot the, where of. Where wh- are there men? Why are there men not there at the garden party? Okay. This they weren't
2: brings invited. Us, This <laughs> brings us to discussion question five. <laughs> um,
1: Great transition.
2: In the song um, "I Got a Man" by Positive K, the the three women featured in the music video for this song claim to got a man, <laughs> but we never actually see any evidence of this. Yeah. Um, you know, all three attend this this fashionable garden mm-hmm. party alone. One is jogging, uh, jogging alone. The the uh, posh girl is uh um dining alone at a never do we see one of
1: these men so my question is are these women fronting or perhaps that lends credence to the notion that the entire thing is uh a a scene of positive K's imagination that's true like like maybe maybe the end of the like the framing device at the end that you don't see because the video gets cut off like maybe it pans out and it's like did you ever see the, the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari? Yes. <laughs> yes, but I don't really remember it. it. It turns out that the narrator is actually in an insane asylum mm-hmm. at the very yeah. end. <laughs>
0: so wait, are you saying, in actuality, the Fashionable Garden Party is an insane asylum?
2: That is a really uh, interesting not, interpretation not,
0: um, <laughs> of that music video.
2: I don't. I don't know if it is supported by the. Editing. I'm not
1: saying that that's definitely what's going on. I'm just saying it's open to interpretation, as all great works of art.
0: Yeah, I mean, I. I, I think. I think the answer to that question is not contained in the video. It's just that you don't have. Yeah. Reasonable evidence it's to an draw an a conclusion. Question, yes. it, 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 it is they a both do and do account. not got a man. It was, it's it's, yeah, it's by, Schrodinger's man. What
2: so it's, it's plausible Valen? that they have yeah. a man, but it's certainly you don't think it's implied that they're. No, think, I, what, I just do don't think, think now, it's I, stated I, I one just way or thought the other. This.
0: You know, like how how many what children had the Lady Macbeth? Well,
3: look,
0: we don't know. Yeah, exactly. What if
1: they? They do got a man, yeah, but maybe it's saying. all the same man. Oh it's all the s- yeah. Yeah. They're all dating the same man and that's why they're like they're kind of unsatisfied. What if the like, man they're I'm kinda of curious what life with positive What if K the man they're
0: like, dating you know? is the reality positive K and they're being hit ah. on by fantasy oh, positive K. And that's why they're a little confused and nonplus. They're like, But I've got a it's you know
1: I got him in. It's, it's you, you. It's
0: a real version of you.
1: But the real I, version I, of you I... is uptight. And like kind of an asshole, yeah, yeah mm. like
0: Pee Wee Herman.
1: It really it gives an interesting interpretation to the line. Um, so when your man don't treat you like he used to, I kick yeah, in like a turbo booster. Yeah, yeah. you know, booster. like it's like he's the crazy version because he's a turbo mm. booster. Mm. You know, like it's like the passion is gone from their relationship in the real world. You know, so it's like I'm—I've retreated into this fantasy where I, I, I'm perpetually at a garden party, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and crazy me is going to kick in like like nitro. Mm. None of it makes sense.
0: Yeah, this video doesn't make sense at all.
2: These, you know, we haven't really settled any of these discussion questions, but I think we've, we've just barely um, scratched the surface. Yeah. I think we have pretty much covered this, <laughs> but I'm going to open it up to anyone else. We've we've hit all my discussion questions. Since, since. I
1: just wanted to mention a couple of lyrics, Jeremy. You obliquely referenced soup <laughs> <laughs> early on in this yeah. discussion. Yeah, it was subtle. <laughs> yes, yes. As a uh, a synonym for uh, mistruth. Yeah. Yes. Or, or yes. falsehood. Uh, yes. The, the, the specific line is, and this is from the the, the woman. Uh, she says, "Are you a chef? Because you keep feeding me soup." Mm-hmm. And I was very perplexed by this, because I have never heard that as a slang term for. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it seems new to me. But uh. this is a reference to "I'm Not
2: Souped" by oh. the group Troop. In that song, a girl mentions at the beginning how all the guys are souped up on themselves. Uh-huh. I.e. In- egotistical or into themselves too much. Uh-huh.
0: I don't like him anyway because him and his group is conceited and they're no. all souped up on themselves. What's what's
2: ac- what she's actually saying is like he says I'm Big Daddy Longstroke, uh-huh. right? I.e. I have a big penis. She says <laughs> you're getting me soup. I.e. He should have. He should have No, you said said that. don't. You are just being boastful. So Yeah. Or, 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 or whether, whether or
1: not he has a big penis it's it's distasteful to brag about it i think it's 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 more (laughs) it's also like he may have a big penis you know that's all very well and good so the other the other line the other line that i was that i was confused with and this this is by positive k uh he says i'm not a dog baby so don't play me like a clown (laughs) this makes no sense how does the second epithet follow from the first? Well, right. let's look at it in context. Yeah, what's the full context, Jeremy? Well, let's
2: see. She says she's got a man. He says that he he asks what his what her man has to do with him. She says, I told you I got a man. He says, I'm not <laughs> trying to hear that, uh-huh. see? Yeah, that, that
1: doesn't really help. Doesn't make any sense, like... Oh, you're just a dog. I'm gonna play you like a clown. That's not a that's not an expression. I'm sorry. Yeah, n- neither. Of I those... mean, we're so far removed from the early '90s that who can say?
0: Uh, the early '90s are a foreign
1: country. Uh, moving moving from that to one of the best lines of the song. <laughs> it, it, actually, this is in fact my candidate for the line of the song. Uh, <laughs> I, better than i got a man
2: yes <laughs> the line the line is as follows
1: <clears throat> you want lovin you don't have to ask when your man's a headache i'll be your aspirin mm, that is
0: nice that's yeah. clever I
1: got a man. the headache in in
0: this situation is that her current man is not constantly bothering her to have sex
2: you're, are you saying that you you think positive K is posing a straw man argument here, in implying that that her man? I is think
1: his reasoning is very I'm weak. So glad you brought up that particular logical fallacy. <laughs> in, in fact,
0: her man is not a headache. <laughs> hey, he's so he's
1: going to cure the The very premise of the v- argument v- is invalid. So it is not a legitimate syllogism. Well, it's. It's <laughs> it may be logical, but it's not sound. Okay, I think uh, I think we can move on. All right. Feliz Navidad.
0: Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. I wanna wish you a merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a merry. I wanna...
2: segment four forty six euphemisms for breasts ranked from
1: most to least appealing okay <clears throat> this is my segment uh I will be leading this segment uh the way this segment works is uh <laughs> I have prepared a list of forty six euphemisms for breasts and i and I have ordered that list uh from most to least appealing mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I am going to read it uh, in order uh, and there will be no discussion uh, until the end
2: mm-hmm. alright sounds good
1: <laughs> number 46 cupcakes, <laughs> cupcakes. number 45 That's pretty appealing the Ooh. promised lands <laughs> <laughs> Number 44 Boobs
0: I'm surprised that's good No so discussion, right. Jim
1: 43 oh, Balloons 42, Balloon. 42 Balloon. Is Betty Boops <laughs> 41, is Apple. Apple. 41 Is Apples 41 is Apples Number 40 Melons Number thirty-nine, tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of a fruit cluster. <laughs> Number thirty-eight, mangoes. Thirty-seven is macaroons. Oh, Thirty-six is bumpers. Thirty-five is tatas. Number 34, Fun Bags. That's the least of them. 33, Bon 32, Tits. 31, Gazongas. Let me do that again. 31, Gazongas. Uh, 30, Whoppers. Whoa. Twenty nine. Hooters. Twenty eight. Ear Twenty eight. Ear No,
2: no, I. Go. Thank you.
1: Twenty seven. Pop tarts. Twenty six. Zeppelins.
3: Twenty five.
1: Jugs.
3: Twenty four.
1: Patty and Selma. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty three. Milk Duds. Twenty two. Mounds. Twenty one. Flapjacks.
2: They're getting very Twenty.
1: Pillows. Nineteen is third base. It's not coming in at number eighteen. The Arch Deluxe, the Arch Deluxe, number seventeen, Rack, sixteen, Knockers, fifteen, Honkers, fourteen. Dirigible. Number thirteen, ski slope. Number twelve, cans. Eleven, but knob. Yeah. Yeah. Ten, tater tot. That's not a thing. Number nine, baloney bag.
0: Oh. That's, no. You're making this... up Disgusting you from this
1: I'm not, I got you know, no discussion Number eight Bazookas that was good. Number seven Mosquito bites yeah. It's all downhill from here folks Number six Chest anchors And number five is bra stuffers. I kind of like that one. (laughs) Number four,
3: chesticles.
1: (laughs) And number three, skin sacks. Number three is skin. There's no need to repeat that. I'm sorry, what was that? Number three, skin sacks. And number two, flesh bowls. Yeah. Oh, come on. And the number one least appealing of this list of forty-six euphemisms for breasts is sweater puppies. <laughs> that is all.
0: There are numerous things wrong with that segment. <laughs> I have to formally protest the use of the term
2: euphemism. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. To to describe these terms, which many of which seem to be whatever the opposite of a euphemism is where like you're trying Malphemism. Trying to make something sound more gross. That's legit. Like and there's nothing like gross really about boobs.
1: Was, so, so a, a a a pure euphemism would be more like like a mammary organ, bosom, or bosom. Yeah.
0: bosom or chest, yeah. chest region, chest region.
2: That would be more of a euphemism. Yeah, you know? chesticles. <laughs> now, chesticles <laughs> is not a euphemism.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is just a, a crass slang term.
1: I'm gonna stop recording,
0: by the okay, way. Okay, I'll stop recording. Good night, everybody! Are we gonna jam it? Good night, everybody.
1: Out? You can listen, you can follow Bearfriend Tea Party on just iTunes. Just put one of the jams in the beginning. Well, Tonight look, on Bearfriend Tea Party, Twitch. we saw Just put and, uh, Just go talk to, to BearfriendTeaParty.com. What is the and point of telling people yeah. what we yeah. talked
0: about? Why would you do that? you do that? There is no. Not really just there is nothing to I be
3: gained
0: There is no point for in telling people what in way. Way. we've well, talked it's about it's but 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 I don't so understand, do. and That's I did have why Why would Christmas
2: is a time Why would you tell people what we just talked about